1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Is everything okay in Buffalo? What is going on with the bills? We got all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NFL.
0: You are locked on NFL.
2: Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On
0: Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: What's going on, football fans? And welcome into another episode of Locked On NFL, your daily podcast, breaking down all the biggest stories from around the National Football League. Proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day don't forget you can always subscribe and follow for free on youtube or wherever you get your podcast so you never miss the latest episodes and it is Tuesday here on Locked on NFL. So you've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on your favorite social media. Myself, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola. Your uh, locked on NFL experts here on the show. On today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at a team that's surging, but you might want to pump the brakes on when it comes to expectations. We're going to take a look at a surprise MVP candidate, and we're going to take a look to start the show off I'm trying to answer one question. Are the Buffalo Bills okay? And today's episode of Locked in NFL, brought to you by our friends over at Jace Medical, uh, empl- empower yourself by purchasing the Jace case, which is going to provide you with a personal supply of five antibiotics to help treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So, Luke, much as the name Bills uh, suggests, It felt like Buffalo took multiple L's on Monday Night Football against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Wow. Are they okay?
2: You had that one holstered, huh?
1: I was ready, bro. (laughs) Ready.
2: (laughs) Uh, No, they're not. You can't turn the ball over like this and win games. It will will change everything. But uh, it feels like the Bills have something of an identity crisis right now where their team has decayed. From the super team it was at like the beginning of last year, um, what it accomplished in 2020 and 2021, and being the contender of the AFC, the foil to Patrick Holmes, uh, it is not that unit anymore. They have lost too much. And now it's sort of Josh Allen and guys. And mm-hmm. you can still win games on that because Josh Allen's that good. But not if Josh Allen's not playing that well. Yeah. And when you have a game like what he did against the Broncos, where I mean, credit to the Broncos, they made some good plays on the ball, but I mean, those were idiot throws. Those are not the kind of throws you expect an MVP candidate quarterback to to attempt. You, you can't do that and expect to be a, a serious team in the AFC. And right now they're not in playoff position.
1: Yep. Yep. Nope, they are right now uh presently uh sitting at five and five. They're second place in the AFC uh East, and that includes a uh, a conference otherwise that has the AFC North in it, which has three different teams with six or more wins. And then you, of course, have the AFC South, which is keeping things interesting as well. So they've put themselves in a bad position. Yeah. You've got the uh, 11 interceptions thrown so far for the Buffalo Bills on the season. That gives them uh, the uh, third highest total, 14. And you got two teams tied at 12, and then they're tied with the New England Patriots, which include uh, Mac Jones and and Bailey Zappi, who basically is just a competition for who could throw the ugliest interception in a game. The (laughs) Buffalo bills are right there with those guys. And then the, as a total. When it comes to giveaways 18, that's tied for the second most. And listen to the teams that are around them in that category that it's, it's the Cleveland Browns who look, just got a massive comeback victory against the Baltimore Ravens. But outside of that have been mostly a disappointment all throughout the season. Uh, the there's the Buffalo Bills. There's Chicago Bears are in there. The Las Vegas Raiders are in there. That's bad company. Bills.
2: Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not the first game like this that Josh Allen has had. I mean, right. he started the season with a game like that three picks against uh, the Jets. He had uh, a game like that a couple weeks ago against new England, where it's just not, it's, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh man, he's off today. I mean, Patrick Mahomes just had one also against yep. the Broncos who are, we're who on a tear defensively right now. Yep. Um, but you you can't you can survive one of one of those games where you're like oh my goodness just a weird off day and you can kind of put it away but they're stacking and they yeah. can't you can't have them be stacking when you're supposed to be the mvp quarterback that's dragging a lifeless roster into the great beyond it's not a formula that works and and that's going to start putting more big picture stresses on the bills organization. I think.
1: Yeah. You mentioned the, the tear that Denver Broncos defense is on first five games of the season, 36.2 points per game given up. I know that that includes the 70 burger that Mike McDaniel and the, the, the Miami Dolphins dropped on their headshot. But I mean, even on top of that, you saw several games of 30 plus that they allowed as well over the course of the last four games, week six through 10, effectively cut that in half from, or or, or better than half from 36.2 points per game to now 16.75 points per game over the course of the last four um, allowed. And that includes games like against – it includes going up against teams like the Buffalo Bills and against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, known to be sort of those offensive juggernauts.
2: Yeah. um,
1: There's a but here, though.
2: Well, the Broncos have given up 226 points on the season. 30 of their team of their team total uh, was that 70 percent. Thirty percent of their entire season points allowed. Um, but I I am really curious to see, and I'm going to be you know super deep in it watching because it's the Vikings. So I'll be right. super deep in uh in covering this. I'll be curious to see how they do in that one because. The Vikings of all the teams on their schedule are the team that offensively structurally is the most similar to Miami. Mm-hmm. Kind of haven't run into Shanahan McVay style teams that much. Um, they've they've hit LeFleur, which is kind of like that, but he's sort of gone his yeah. own way a little bit. Right. Um, but I think if they can keep this going against the the Vikings. And then they get the Browns, which Stefanski's also gone his own way a little bit. And then they get Bobby Sloak and the Texans. They're going to have this kind of slew of these um, that are a little bit closer to structurally what the Dolphins are than what they have played in the past. That's going to be a big test.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. A couple other things that we just wanted to make sure that we mentioned here: Cortland Sutton's catch in the in on the, the sideline in the end zone. Game early. of inches. Yeah, early coach. Uh, cat coach. I have C O T Y written down. Catch of the year, not coach <laughs> of the year. Uh, uh, throw. but also the throw and the escape by Russell yeah. Wilson beforehand. It's so like, annoying. Just <laughs> Sean Payton just loves. Just oh my god,
2: because he pisses you off, and that's yeah. what Sean Payton wants to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, Sean really wants it to be like that. And and speaking of uh, bye week magic for Sean Payton, one of the best coaches in the NFL, coming off the bye week, continues <laughs> here uh, up against the uh, the Buffalo Bills. So so great stuff there for uh, Denver for Russell Wilson for Sean Payton. I'm still pro Payton. I know that there's a lot of people in New Orleans who might not be right now. I'm still mm-hmm. pro Payton. I love seeing this this type of a win uh, for Payton and the Denver Broncos. Um, all right, coming up next, we're going to take a look at a surprise MVP candidate. And it's time to just start looking at something we haven't seen happen in decades in the NFL. we got that coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked in NFL, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Today's episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by Jace Medical, and in particular, their Jace case, which provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. It's the kind of thing that's really, really good to have on hand, especially in the world we live in, where it can be difficult to fill a prescription in a timely manner. Sometimes you might not have the luxury of waiting. You never really know what's going to happen. Expect the unexpected, be prepared for the unexpected if they're out of that particular antibiotic that you need, or if you're just struggling to get an appointment, or if you're struggling struggling to get to a pharmacy in general, depending on where in the country you live, this can be the clutchest thing you got to add to your first aid kit. So go to Jase Medical, uh, that's J-A-S-E medical.com they'll handle everything from online evaluation you might have to jump on a phone call with a licensed pharmacist and uh they'll deliver the medication directly to your door that's j a s e medical.com and if you use promo code locked on there l o c k e d o n all one word you can get 20 bucks off of your first purchase that's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com hey
3: guys it's joe marino and you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
1: All right, everybody, continuing on with today's episode of Locked On NFL. Appreciate you very much making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day, every day. Big shout-out to all the everydayers out there. Make sure you're also coming back here on Locked On NFL as well as all of our Locked On NFL shows on Fridays around 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on every Locked On NFL YouTube Page to get you ready for the weekend of games upcoming uh with our locked on NFL kickoff, our long special. Uh Luke, let's take a look here at a surprise MVP candidate because I'm just gonna say it straight up: Houston Texans rookie CJ Stroud is on an absolute tear and might be the best quarterback playing in the NFL right now, or at least it certainly feels that way. This kid he's
2: I mean, he's the hottest, I dude, would say,
1: dude. Um, he has been on an absolute tear here recently. Right now, he is second in the NFL in passing six thousand two hundred. Uh, sorry, two thousand six hundred twenty-six yards. He had six thousand two hundred yards. We wouldn't even have be having this conversation. Um, two thousand six hundred twenty-six yards, fifteen touchdowns to two interceptions. There's nothing rookie about this guy, and right now he leads the NFL when it comes to yards passing per game 291.8 which has not happened in a very very long time when it comes to a rookie quarterback leading the NFL in passing yards per game he has been absolutely insane and I I think you and I are both on the same page here that like we're we're all for this for the Houston Texans
2: Texans fans deserve better than what they've gotten from that organization in the last five years Mm -hmm. um they they've found a way to kind of pull themselves out of the turmoil and, you know, the, the, we'll go with strife of everything that has come from the Jack Easterby area of, of Houston Texans football. Not to mention that. I mean, the history of the Texans has uh, been wrought with failure, (laughs) but one thing I want to point out about this, this hot streak that, that CJ Stroud is on at least the last two games, Buccaneers and Bengals. These are not slouch defenses, They're Not just like rolling up defenses that everybody rolls up. You know, it's not like hanging 47 on the Giants, which, you know, congrats to the Cowboys, but I don't think anybody in Dallas is going away thinking they proved anything, right? This is proving something for Stroud and for, for Texans fans. the, The thing I always say when you're a team, that's not very good, but you just got your rookie quarterback is you just want that dude to play well and whatever comes of the season comes of the season. Well, it feels like the Texans have, have, a higher bar there because they are sitting in playoff position Mm. and they're white hot right now. They got some L's from earlier in the season when CJ Stroud still, you know, getting his, his legs under him and a couple of bad games there, those L's still count. They're going to affect them in the standing. So you're probably going to have to go on the road and play a little bit, but Hey, they are now, I think within a game of Jacksonville in, in the division standing. So that might not even be true, true either. Um, it's the, you can be real excited about this as, as a Texans fan, it's not a complete rebuild yet. There's still work to do in terms of getting him, you know, tank Dell's doing great. Noel Brown had a great game, but you know, more, um, dynamic weapons and, and, you know, more dynamic guys on defense and all that. But what, what D'Amico Ryans and Nick Casario are building there is very much on the right track and a lot closer than it's supposed to be yeah that's a good thing to be excited about and at this point you're sitting on on house money
1: yeah and and i love to just to to shout out another like coach slash executive um bobby slowick who they brought in as the offensive coordinator coming in from san francisco another whiz kid um you know that comes in and is bringing sort of that wide zone concept to yet another team that shanahan concept to yet another team they mix in these sort of man, uh, gap run principles to, uh, you know, in addition. So instead right. of worrying about, it's so instead of like worrying about blocking a gap, it's like, you're in front of me, I gotta block you. I'm in front of you. You gotta block us. You know what I mean? And right. so like mixing in a little bit of that and then just keeping things like super manageable for their rookie quarterback, but yet unpredictable enough. And, and scheming up things, levels, concepts, high lows, things like that, that still stretch an offense or, or, or an opposing defense vertically and horizontally so that it, you know, CJ Stroud has not become that guy of like, oh, well, wait till the other teams get, wait till the defenses get tape on him. There's been tape. They played nine games already and he's getting mm-hmm. better every game. Like there's not a situation here where you're looking at it and going like, oh, well, he's going to get found out. Like he's finding everybody else out. CJ Stroud rightfully, on on both of our boards going into the season if i remember correctly as the qb1 here so the carolina panthers are swinging (laughs) a swing and a miss over there it's uh grim
2: in carolina uh they've i think they've been piled on enough
1: yeah 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 we won't we we already poured (laughs) one out for them like they're
2: they're all good it's it's a rough day uh it's and you know what for some for a rookie who's struggling Okay, everybody gets time. Yep. CJ Stroud doesn't need it. Doesn't mean that the, that everybody else doesn't get it. True. Um, for me, MVP is, is Patrick Mahomes until it isn't, I don't know that's just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the cool things with mixing in that, I'm going to get super deep. Uh, with mixing in the the gap scheme stuff that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So everybody's own runs now. I'm pretty sure every team in the NFL zone runs like that. That has just taken over and that's what everybody does. And I think what separates teams stylistically is how they choose to subvert it. Um, the reason zone is popular is because of the way it sets up the defense because it gets the defense moving horizontally and there's 4 million ways you can attack that, right? Some teams like the Packers with Matt Lafleur want to do that with, with RPOs and by using that to, to, um, influence the passing game, essentially get them going left and then throw to their right. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are some teams that want to like, like McVay that want to stick in that zone and, essentially find ways to open it up even with the defense flowing in it using motion or whatever. Um, and the the Shanahan way, which is what Bobby Sloak has brought to Houston. Um, it's what Kevin O'Connell has brought to Minnesota after last year. He was kind of in the McVay world. Now he's in the Shanahan world. What, what McDaniel mm-hmm. is doing in Miami so effectively. And if you look at these offenses, they're like the, the top offenses in the league are everybody who was featured on the Play Callers podcast at the Athletic. <laughs> uh, like literally one, two, three, four. Um, but what is special about using counter and power is that it uses down blocks. So if you think about, it, if you run zone left, offensive linemen are going to flow to the left. Defense will flow to the left. If you run counter to the right, you got one polar going to the right and everybody else is flowing to the left, just like they would on zone. But instead of trying to reach you, Which as a defender, you're, you know, he's trying to get to my front my left shoulder. I gotta deny that if they're going left, right? I gotta go get in front of him. But if they're just down blocking you and you're moving along with them, you're doing exactly what they want on that. And Mm -hmm. that has is has helped. Um, I mean, that San Francisco's been living on that for a while. A lot of teams that the one team we haven't mentioned that's living on this like exclusively is Detroit. Detroit is destroying people with this. Um, and it's one of those things that you know there's there's a, a a lot of different ways to go about this you know no wrong way to eat a Reese's but uh, this is the one that I think has seen the most success by far so good on you Houston
1: yeah absolutely uh you, we were we kind of got into the the MVP conversation just for just for history's sake the last rookie actually the only rookie to win NFL MVP their rookie season was Jim Brown 1950 seven.
2: Give me one vote. I, I like it's look, it's Mahomes that's until a, yeah, it I'm isn't that. But give me, give me one vote for Stroud. That's, that's a good thing to hang your hat on because for, for the Texans, uh, the, the world is in front of them, not behind them.
1: All right. Coming up next. Uh, while we're excited about the Houston Texans, there's one surging team that I'm saying, let's pump the brakes on just a little bit. We're going to get to our yike and our like to close out today's episode of locked on NFL part of locked on podcast network, your team every day.
2: Today's episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, and it's America's number one sports book for a reason, in, uh, including but not limited to a wide array of spreads, player props, over unders, all kinds of great stuff. Explore the site; you get lost in it for hours. But it is also safe, secure. The app is really easy to use. You get paid out instantly when you win. And right now, if you're new, you can get 150 bucks in bonus bets. All you got to do is find any winning five dollar money line bet. That means just straight up winner or loser. And you can go get the biggest favorite of the week. You could have gotten Cowboys uh, for like a, a 20 cent profit, but you would get $150 back in bonus bets, assuming that you win that money line bet. So you can go get the biggest favorite of the week at functionally 30 to 1 odds. Pretty sick deal over there. They got all kinds of deals at FanDuel all the time, so make sure you check back sometimes as well. Go to FanDuel.com/lockedon and sign up to claim that one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet. FanDuel official partner of the NFL.
0: Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
1: All right, y'all. it up today's episode of Locked on NFL. Uh, and I want to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay? Very exciting time. And let me be very clear. I think that the Las Vegas Raiders should hire Antonio Pierce as their head coach going into next season because why not this is just okay. what the this is just what the Raiders do right like they hire a coach that they get all excited about they fire that coach they go to the interim then they start winning games and then they make the wrong decision on the interim start with Rich Piace don't do it again with the two however hmm. here's what I'm going to say as we get into our yike and like the thing that we like the thing that we didn't like from this week here every week from Luke and I my yike is that there's an overreaction to the fact that the Las Vegas Raiders are 2 and0 right now we're watching other struggling teams that are still in the thick of their division and competing within their division. I'm seeing fan bases talk about how well the Raiders fired at their head coach and their interim uh, coach is two and zero. we should do it too. that type of attitude that I'm seeing <laughs> massive overreaction because we have to remember that while the Raiders have gotten a big time boost from their coaching change, From their new coach directly, there is a success that is correlated there. There's a culture that's correlated there. All of those things are absolutely there. The two teams, Luke, that the Las Vegas Raiders have beat on this two-game streak are the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Let's give it a second. That's my big thing. Got to give it a second. I'm not saying that you shouldn't (laughs) celebrate it if you're a Raiders fan.
2: Wins or wins.
1: Wins or wins. Let's just wait. Until they beat a team, an NFL team, uh, as opposed to like... A Zach post- Wilson
2: and Tommy DeVito, New York is not sending their best.
1: Let's chill. We're talking about two teams right now that are like post-conference realignment Pac-12 level talent teams right now. <laughs> like, let's just pump the brakes for a second. The, the Las Vegas Raiders are about to match up with the Miami Dolphins this weekend. And the Miami That'll Dolphins are, are, are absolutely going to be a test from them, but also not an insurmountable situation because the Miami dolphins have not been the Miami dolphins that they were the first four or five weeks of the season. Right? So it's not insurmountable. It's not impossible. Uh, but it's absolutely a game to where like, if the Las Vegas Raiders end up winning that game, then I'm all about buying into firing every coach in the NFL. that's mediocre and going to your interim coach. But let's not do that right now. The, the, the <laughs> you, Dolphins, you gotta, by the way. Like,
2: you got to bust it out at like the hardest game on the schedule just to get, yeah. get a nice curveball. Now they don't know what they're going to see on tape.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Miami, by the way, favored our, our friends over at FanDuel 11 and a half in that game.
2: Yeah. There you go. If
1: they, if they take win your, that your Take game, your money line. Yeah. Right. Five bucks. Five bucks, 150 on the bonus if you get it. Like, there you go. Let's go. Uh, but if you're a Raiders fan and you walk away with that game or if you're if you're the fan of a team with a struggling like a struggling team, but that's still in in fight when it comes to their division and all that. And then the Raiders knock off the Dolphins, then have that conversation. But yeah. not right now after the Giants and the and the, and the Jets.
2: That would be a big one. Uh, it's striking to me that the way we talk about the Raiders and the way we talk about the Bills is so incredibly different. Both teams are five and five. Yep. Two teams in the wild? same position on the standings, Raiders and Bills. Yeah. And Let the Texans, too. Uh, Texans, five and four. Five and four Texans in playoff position. Yeah. Two teams not in playoff position uh, constituted the game that gives me my like of the day. I love that. Steelers and Packers. Uh, mine goes to Patrick Peterson, uh, yeah, a hashtag man. old friend from the Minnesota Vikings, gave us a couple good years in a retirement tour. He didn't belong to us. He's a Cardinal. We get that. Now he's a Steeler. Um LSU Tiger before all that. I'm just saying oh, very much so an LSU go, Tiger. Go yeah, Tigers. very fun times. Uh, like an older brother to Justin Jefferson. <laughs> um, Watch him grow up. But my like goes to him because of the impact that he had in two plays on in that Steelers Packers game. You block an extra point on special teams as a veteran starting corner like that still being able to have an impact in those sorts of unheralded ways right whoever really cares that much about your field goal block unit but blocking that extra point made it so that in the final moments of that game it was 19 to 23 it was a four point game instead Mm -hmm. of a three point game with the Packers in the red zone or at least close to it uh and then on the what turned out to be the final attempt at the go-ahead touchdown Guess who tips up that ball for it to get intercepted by a teammate? (laughs) Patrick (laughs) Peterson. So he set him up and he knocked him down. He made him have to go for that touchdown. And then he got the pass breakup on that touchdown that turned into a tip drill interception, clinching the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers who just will not stop winning.
1: Yeah, for real. Talking about a team that's six and three right now, man. Mike Tomlin, get it done yeah. again. Get it done again. He's what three wins away from again not from, ever not finishing the under five hundred. Like let's go. Let's I love go. it, man.
2: Cook, old man. Cook.
1: <laughs> yes, for real. You ever? You see that video of him? He was like walking through the tunnel, and somebody's like, "Yeah, let's get this win." And he turns around, and he's like, "I'm effing working, man." <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yo that's the oh, greatest man. that's exactly who mike tomlin is at all times i'm effing working it. man um i love it that play that you mentioned by the way did indeed take place in the red zone it was from pittsburgh 16 yard it line. was in the red zone easy, okay it was easy close. field goal position but yeah couldn't get it done this is football's really about large. the moments. football's about the moments man that's awesome that's a really good one um I'm going to give mine to something similar uh, that kind of fits the same kind of vibe. My like goes to last-second wins, but this one comes down to field goal kickers. Six different games this week decided by last-second field goals, including the Monday night game. Will Lut Sean Payton reunited? No, this is not 2018 New Orleans Saints. He's the 2023 Denver Broncos kicking a field goal to win the game uh, in a big-time matchup uh, and keeping that 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 – you know, post by week magic like we talked about for Sean Payton alive. Um, that was awesome. That was awesome. And I love seeing games that come down that close. Uh either give me games that come down to the very last second or give me the absolute blowouts, nothing in between. I, I don't want the, the
2: <laughs> you don't want 24 10, you know. No, yeah. Sleepy. Leave me alone.
1: Yeah, leave me alone yeah. with those. I want I want 70 to 20, uh, or I want twenty-two to twenty four a last second field goal. And Denver's just giving me all of it. I love it.
2: So I'm hearing you did not enjoy this week's Saints game.
1: Uh, yeah, for a couple reasons. <laughs> for a couple reasons. Yeah, Luke I and I one covered up. Luke and I, Luke and I got to cover a perfectly normal football game. Yeah, a game that was that had 95% win <laughs>
2: probability at halftime.
1: <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh
2: my yike goes to uh, specifically Bill Barnwell. A little bit Courtney Cronin in the before the horn se- uh, series of social media clips that around the horn will post sometimes. So them just kind of sitting around. It wasn't like official content. They're just sitting around before like the the actual recording us right. and and uh, shooting it as it were. But apparently Bill Barnwell has a conspiracy that the entire Joshua Dobbs story that everybody is so enamored with is manufactured for social media clout. This is deeply insane for a number of reasons. He was asked to explain this as any sane person would. Uh, and he said essentially that it makes no sense that he doesn't know people's names yet. So he's still really a cheat sheet for like who was who on the sideline <laughs> in, in that that Saints-Vikings right. game. Uh, he's been there for 12 days. There's probably about 100 people you need to get to know when you think mm-hmm. about your teammates, practice squad. That's like 62 or 63 or something like that. Um, no, more than that. It's like that's almost 70 people.
1: It's 68 players. Yeah, 68 him. players. All the Plus coaches, assistant coaches, coaches guys trainers, that injured reserve that are around too, and all the equipment, stuff. people, like,
2: assistants. Yeah, um, that's a lot of people to get to know in 12 days. I certainly couldn't do it. Maybe Bill Barnwell has a bigger brain, uh, but it really got me when it, they were they started to, to make fun of him for not knowing where the locker room was, the home locker room in U.S. Bank Stadium. He's been to the visitor locker room in U.S. Bank Stadium, but never been the home team there. Uh, there's this clip of him coming out of the elevator and there's a security guard that's like giving him directions. Uh, and Courtney Cronin interjects with that locker room is like 30 feet away from that elevator. It's like the first door. So they're saying, like, how could he not know? This certainly must be fake. For one, have you never been to a building for the first time?
1: (laughs) For real. (laughs) I was just Uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium for the first time. And if it wasn't for the signage, which was very clear and helpful, by the way, and the altogether helpful game day staff, it would have taken me ages to find my way to the visitor locker room because how would I have found it otherwise?
2: Right. So that's one thing, right? And also, like, he was getting directions, like, in the elevator in a conversation that started before the elevator doors open, like he wasn't Mm -hmm. looking at it was all of that said, maybe, yeah, sure. Maybe he could have looked at a sign and said, Oh, look, there's a locker room and not had to ask. But But also uh, Bill Barnwell says, well, you've been in the facility for two weeks every day. You expect me to believe you don't know where the locker room is. Yeah, Bill, that's a different building. (laughs) 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 That's not even in the same city. That's an Eagan. That's, that's, that's like a good 15, 20 minutes away more with traffic. That's a totally different place, Bill Barnwell. Do you know where buildings are? Come on, man. Get out of here with that conspiracy. It was like a halfway serious conspiracy thing, but it also just kind of read like them making fun of a dude for not having been to a building before. Kind of weird, y'all. You don't have to be just, we're going to just enjoy a story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's altogether a a fantastic story. And he was phenomenal on Sunday. Absolutely phenomenal to watch on Sunday. And so was Kevin O'Connell, who also needs. A ring a ding ding of the bell because he has been excellent under all of this, uh, this whole situation. Um, all right, that's gonna wrap us up here for today's episode of Locked in NFL. A more normal Tuesday episode, Luke. I feel like <laughs> we stayed hinged today. It was really Too good. Hinged. Make sure you come back next Tuesday. We promise we'll be more unhinged, more than likely. Uh, we appreciate you very much for being here. Make sure you swing back tomorrow as well, Wednesday. You got uh, you got James and Chris. We're going to be answering the biggest questions, take a look at power rankings, all that good stuff. So we appreciate you very much for joining us here for another episode of Locked On NFL. Here's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Appreciate you making us your first listen of the day every day. And we will see you here on Locked On NFL again here very soon.
0: Hey, Prime members.